Welcome to Citroen Cooperman's Taxes in 10 podcast. I would now like to introduce our tax practice leader, Joe Bouble. Welcome everyone to Citroen Cooperman's Taxes in 10 podcast. My name is Joe Bouble. I'm a partner in the New York City office as well as the firm's tax practice leader. Today we have as our guest, a tax partner from the White Plains office, Ron Heck. Ron, welcome to today's uh, podcast. Thank you, Joe. Good to be here. Nice to have you here. Appreciate you taking the time. Today we're going to be talking about the RMD changes that were enacted by the CARES Act and some of the other implications of uh, retirement plan distributions and some planning that can be done and cover some notices that have come out since the time the CARES Act was enacted. So Ron, why don't you just talk a little bit about the RMD waivers that were put in place by the CARES Act? Be happy to, Joe. RMD waivers, which are required minimum distribution waivers, um, was a provision, um, as Joe mentioned, inserted by the CARES Act that allowed for certain changes to be made to the normal way of doing things. Um, The rules in place prior to the CARES Act, once an individual reached up until the end of 2019, the April 15th following the year in which they turned 70 and a half, and now is the year in which, the April 15th following the year in which they turned 72, individuals that had qualifying defined contribution plans were required to begin taking required minimum distributions each year based on the balance in their plan at December 31st. The CARES Act provided that for the year 2020, an individual was not required to take their required minimum distribution. They were allowed to just notify the plan administrator, I don't want my distribution. They didn't have their taxable income and they were able to defer that to the following year. The issue that popped up immediately with the CARES Act is to qualify for this distribution waiver for an individual that already took their distribution was they had to meet the general 60-day rollover requirement in the tax law. Now, a lot of people were not aware of that. The law law ended up originally eliminating certain early in January distributions. So the IRS recently issued a notice that said any required minimum distribution that was taken any time in the year 2020, um, the rollover period has been extended to August 31st. So there is an advantage for people that thought they took distributions too early and can't get the tax benefit, now can as long as they act by August 31st. So that's a, it's a new deadline we have to deal with, August 31st. Another, an- another deadline to add to the list of never-ending deadlines The interesting news here is there don't appear to be any state tax implications uh, on this provision because if I don't have any federal taxable income, I apparently will not have state tax implications as well. And I intentionally hedge because 
I can't speak for 50 different taxing distributions all at once. <laughs> right. So the idea, of, um, Ron, is that if there's no income on the federal, then if the states pick up off the federal, there's, there's nothing to do. And, right. and what about what do you think about the, the, you know, if you've taken it out, you've got to roll it uh, over by August 31st. How do you think the states are going to deal with that? Or is it the same thing? Same question. Um, not okay. sure how the state is going to deal with it. Um, time will tell as the states begin to analyze, you know, the simplistic provision that some states have taken that we're adopting the Internal Revenue Code as of a point in time with a lot of these taxpayer friendly economic provisions. Um, a lot of headaches are going to be created um, and we're going to have to take a wait and see attitude to see where and when the states act to um, assist taxpayers as well. Okay, that's great, Ron. So now why don't we just turn to uh, another provision where someone who's looking to fund a pension plan has an extension of time to do so. Right. For an individual that has what's referred to as a single member defined benefit plan, um, which is a self-employed or sole proprietor equivalent of the, what we always used to refer to as a good old fashioned pension plan, um, the rules that we deal with deal with both the tax deductibility, as well as the qualification um, required by plan rules. Um, CARES Act provided that a defined benefit plan will not be in violation of plan rules if the contribution that was otherwise due during the year 2020 was paid by January 1st, 2021 with interest. While that provides an economic break to people that are trying to contribute to defined benefit plans, the issue that needs to be faced is the interplay of federal income tax law that requires a defined benefit plan contribution to be deductible would need to be deposited by the extended due date of the tax return for the plan year in question. So for an individual that is looking to take advantage of a funding deferral, they may need to face the issue that they have also deferred the tax deductibility until next year. Okay, good. And then Ron, just the last thing we wanted to talk about is the, uh, the, loan, the loan provisions that were also enacted by the CARES Act. Yes. The CARES Act created two new provisions. One is related to what's referred to as the coronavirus-related distributions, and the other one was related to loans. Um, the coronavirus-related distribution provision are, relates to special distributions that can be taken from 401ks, government 403b plans, IRAs, and profit sharing plans. And it allows an individual who has either been diagnosed with COVID, has a spouse that was so diagnosed, or has had pay cuts or reduced hours resulting in adverse financial conditions 
either related to a business that has closed or reduced hours. Um, what these, what this CARES Act rule allows is such individuals can take a $100,000 distribution from their qualified plan and it would not be subject to any early distribution penalties. In addition, um, the individual would be allowed to pick up that income for federal tax purposes over a three-year period, one-third in the year 2020, one-third in 21, and one-third in 2022. Lastly, what the law allowed allows is that an individual, if they take this $100,000 distribution, they can repay the distribution within a three-year period of time beginning on the day they took the distribution. And if within that three-year period of time, the distribution is recontributed to a qualified plan, then there would be no taxation uh, at the federal level uh, on, the, on that distribution that was repaid. Now, one of the federal complications of that quickly is that while this income is taxable over a three-year period of time, if you wait until the last day of your three-year period of time to repay it, you're now in the middle of 2022, you've already paid tax on two-thirds of the distributions, you would be entitled to amend your federal tax returns to get refunds of what you've already paid. Now, a quick comment on states, um, and then I'll talk about the loans. Um, same issue of the states are going to have their own set of rules, but there could conceivably be serious comp complications if states are not following the CARES Act, where individuals, while not having federal taxable income or completely in 2020 or not at all because of repayment, may be facing potential state taxation and an issue of how are we going to deal with adjustments in future years. We will deal with that when the states tell us how we're going to deal with it. Quickly on the loan side, um, the CARES Act allowed individuals that have these qualified plans, rather than being able to borrow only $50,000 um, against their uh, qualified plan, they now can borrow $100,000 um, and they will have a one-year delay for the period um, a loan was taken between the imposition of the CARES Act in March of 2020 and December 31, 2020. Okay, great, Ron. Thanks. That's, uh, that's super. So I appreciate you coming in today and or virtually coming in and going over the podcast. And to everyone out there, uh, please keep uh, an eye out for our other podcasts on various tax topics as they're uh, issued. So that will uh, conclude our podcast today. Thanks again, Ron. And to everyone out there, carry on and stay safe. Good day.